They say that life is full of opportunities, right? So why are so many of us dreading getting out of bed to face another day? I know what that's like. My life was full of conflict, stress, failure, and fear. When I got cancer for the second time, my choice was simple, change or die. Today, I love waking up. I love my life. I love owning my own business that is helping people learn and grow. So how do you unlock that kind of transformation in your life? Let's discover the answers together as we hear from ordinary people like you and me and their extraordinary success stories. My name is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Welcome everyone to our show today. I have a very special guest that I'm excited for her to share her story and share her expertise because she has a very special expertise that I know that some of you out there are probably looking for. So today I have Lily Bewley and she is a feminine dating coach with over 10 years of experience in personal development. She herself went from just surviving in life to thriving in love and purpose. Currently, she is helping women who are single and struggling dating with confidence so that they can find epic, magnetic, extraordinary love with their soulmate. So Lily, thank you for being on the show today. Welcome. Thank and you, Lily, Donna. we know that you probably didn't start where you're at, knowing exactly how to find that love life and mm-hmm. all the wonderful things that you do to help people. So can you take us back and share with us a little bit of your story? Mm. Well, Donna, thank you. I am so honored to be here. I know it's going to be a great conversation today. And you're right. No, I did not start where I am today by any means. Um, I always like to say that um, my, my name is Lily. Um, I have a big heart. I love big and I help other people love big too. And what's happened to me in my life is that through decades, um, my big heart, you know, I'm loving, I'm caring, I'm kind. Um, I invited people into my heart that really shouldn't have been there. And so through (laughs) the path of, of really epic failures for lack of a better term in unhealthy relationships, getting to a point where, um, you know, it was about, uh, five or six years ago where I got to a point in my life where I had everything that I was supposed to have. And I was supposed to be happy. You know, society told me, my parents told me, um, the educational system told me that I checked off every single box that I was supposed to have, you know, the car, the two degrees, the money, the house, you know, I was the best box checker there was. And I was at the front. I lived that Talladega nights, you know, um, if you're not first or last mentality and I did it and I did it well in every area of my life. And even in my relationships where I was with um, a man that was very unhealthy for me for eight years on and off four or five times, we were on and off four and five times with a span of eight years. I put myself in physical, mental, psychological danger. I was in danger. And yet I found myself at kind of a crossroads of what in the heck is going on here? I have done everything that I'm supposed to do. I number one on every leaderboard in every way. And still I did not 
feel fulfilled. I did not feel happy. There was a breaking point for me um, during that time where it was my birthday and we, he and I had a fight. I went into the bedroom and I just cried. And the only thing that I was crying about, I didn't understand was just confusion and frustration about why can't I be happy? Why can't I be happy? And it got to a point that night where I did actually the first and the last time this has ever happened to me, where I held an instrument to take me off this place, this planet, right. To say I was ready to give up because what I had done and done well was everything that I was supposed to do. So I didn't have any other answer than, than not being here on this earth anymore. So I held this, I held this gun, so to speak, not so to speak, actually, I physically, I remember the way it felt. It was cold and it was hard and it was heavy and I held it. And that was when my first epiphany came. And that was, you have choice. Something like my higher self conspired with universe, conspired with creator, God, whatever you believe in. And it knocked on my shoulders and said, Lily, this is not the way. This is not the way. And for the first time in my decades of, I'm getting chills as I speak about this, because it's, you know, it's resonant with me still and always, but that was the first time in my life that I realized I literally, I had choice on the outside. It looked like I had choice because I was doing all of these things. I was traveling the world. You know, everyone was in awe of how many things that I have had accomplished. I had recognition, all of the things, but inside myself, the decisions that I were, I was making they weren't really lined up with my truth and who I was and what I wanted. So that night was the first night that I ever chose Lily. So I chose Lily and not the gun. And since then, since then that growth from finding out, you know, starting out with like, well, why am I the way I am? Why am I a people pleaser? Why um, do I, do I gravitate toward codependent patterns? Why can't I speak up for myself? Why do I not even know what I need? Like my needs and, and wants and desires healing from that and coming from, as you see me today, which is really the last step that I had to take in finding true love, finding epic magnetic love, which I love to talk about and really learning how to discern, how to invite the right people, men or friends or job or whatever it is into my life. That is good for me. Right. Cause that's the thing when people are dating, it's like, I, you know, I keep attracting quote unquote, emotionally unavailable men. You know, it's a thing, it's an epidemic. Right. So that was, that was the last healing piece as you see me today. And I don't teach today. I always like to say this when I talk about my story, I am not, um, my zone of genius is not helping women get out of, you know, really bad domestic situations. Um, there are a lot of better services than I can offer out there. You know, um, you know, if we Google domestic violence, you know, there, there are 800 numbers out there, but what I do help women today is, like basically the last straw of, of really welcoming in this epic magnetic love, because a lot of women are smart these days. A lot of women have read a lot of books, listen to the podcast, listen to your podcast, Donna, you know, they, they share all those great quotes on Instagram. They even know their attachment style and maybe in therapy, but they can't seem to, to, actualize what they know in their head that they should be. They know that they need more self-love, but their actions and behaviors and thoughts don't line up with what they know that should be happening on the inside. So that is the last 
Like I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like last straw around, you know, around the relay, you know, I'm just dragging, you know, dragging those women in and helping them heal those, those, those layers on the inside that is really making them available to really the love that they want. So they don't have to settle. So they don't have to resign, you know, like we weren't taught this. I don't feel, I was never taught this society. Yeah. I don't don't think they do talk about it. And you know, it's crazy because your story is so similar to my story. I too was in a marriage that was just so stressful and so unfulfilled and just struggling. So I'm guessing you're no longer with your partner you were with, right? No, I'm not. Okay. I was pretty sure yes. that that's what you were saying. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and now you've found love. Yes. Right. Yes. yes. Me too. I finally found the love of my life and we just match. Like we match when you talk about, what do you say? Magnetic love. Mm-hmm. It's magnetic love. Like mm-hmm. it's amazing. Awesome. He is my soulmate for sure. And we just love being together. So how did you like, I, I, I mean, I am so glad that you did not take your life back then. I mm. mean, because obviously you have a purpose here. You are helping a lot of women and being able to help them thrive in life instead of just survive. Mm. So how did you turn your life at that point? You said you started realizing that you, t- you chose you first instead of last, which is what you had done for a long time. Mm. But how did you get your energy to shift that much to where you then attracted who you really wanted Mm. the things you were doing? Oh, it's a, that's a long long (laughs) process, but at the, at the very, I I am going to ask you a question just, just a there, just so you'll have a chance to think about it is I usually ask at the end, what is one thing that you've done that made the biggest shift? So Mm. we'll get to that down the road, but that is something that I will be asking you, but I want to know, yeah, like what are some of the things that you did that were powerful for you? Yeah. Well, when I first, when I had that first epiphany, what I'd really started to do was ask why, why, why? And I, you know, I found resources I had read, you know, codependent no more, which is like one of the biggest books on codependency out there. It's a, it's a like quote unquote timeless classic. Mm-hmm. I had read it before, but I just wasn't ready. I yeah. wasn't ready until, um, that, you know, that incident really happened to me. And I just want to say like, when I talk about my story, people are like, well, um, I didn't go through that. So you're not for, for me, Lily. And what I always like to say with that is just because that we didn't have the same experiences doesn't mean that we have the same problems. And one of my biggest values in life, not just here as in my business, but like in my life is to talk about the things that nobody talks about. And that is what nobody talks about is that we, as women, um, we, we want fulfillment. We want fulfillment in every area of our lives, not just in business, not just in health in our bodies, but in love as well. And a lot of times, especially with the women um, that are attracted to me, a lot of times, um, you know, that side of our lives has, you know, there has been sacrifice. And so I have, um, which I'll tell you about probably at the end, but I have a quiz on, um, I have feminine dating archetypes. I don't think we'll have enough time today, but I have identified patterns and common behaviors, common beliefs, um, in, and categorize them off of years and years and years of 
um, looking at my journey and then helping women go through the same process of finding, you know, magnetic and epic love where, um, we're actually all very similar in our experiences. And a lot of times when we go talk to our friends and our family, it's not about the real stuff. It's about let's, you know, just go fix your profile and do this. And, oh, you should, you know, like friends told me you shouldn't go so deep on the first date. You're going to scare men away or just, I mean, like I could go on and on and on and on. It's funny how people are so willing to give advice and yet, you're like, okay, am I listening to the right people that I should be listening to, first of all, because do they have a really thriving relationship or not? And most of the time, the ones that were giving a lot of advice did not. <laughs> yeah, well, and even so. if, and here's the, here's the nuance to that, I think this is, this is what I believe, Donna, is that even if that they do, is that the relationship that you want? Yes, exactly. It could be a totally different relationship that you're desiring. I agree with that. Yeah. Cause like I'm a touchy feely person. So is my husband and we mesh, we mesh together. And then I have a daughter. She's not, but she has a husband that is, <laughs> mm. which is, is a little difficult because you know, they're just, so she has to give and then he has to be willing to give her space too, because that's just their personalities. And so, you know, I think that you know, finding not that that you can't work out in that situation. I think they're doing well, but it does present sometimes challenges because, you know, maybe you don't want to be snuggled too much because you have a hard time with it or whatever. Mm, But I think it's just knowing what you want and, and knowing what you're desiring and, and finding those core values. At least that's what I found. If, if he had my core values, I knew we were going to be okay. Mm. And that was exactly dead on because I found somebody with that. So I'm guessing that might be a part of your, your thing, but tell me about the Arctic. What did you call it? Oh, my archetypes. Archetypes. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit about that. Yeah. So the feminine dating archetypes are, um, unique to, to me. I've never seen them. Um, I just released them about six months ago and it's blowing up right now because again, the foundation of where this came from was me looking at this process that I had been through step by step by step on, you know, like we started at, well, like I looked at all the whys and the hows and like, how is this happening? I don't understand. And really started to expand my brain and expand my mind and start to connect things, um, connect the dots about my family and my past and, you know, all of these other things. And then through the process of, okay, like I know what I want, but why am I still accepting sex from a man when I really don't want that? It really makes me feel like crap you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so like that, that's the juice right there, especially mm-hmm. for us smart women out there who are again, very knowledgeable. We're into personal development. We're into personal growth. We like what you're just talking about with your daughter. It's like, they probably know their love languages. They yeah. probably know their attachment style, but when the translation of that and what happens in real life with our behaviors, our, our patterns, our thoughts, that that is the growth from here mm-hmm. on out is, is having your mind aligned with what you do, your mind aligned with your, right. with your body and your embodiment. So that is where these came from. And as I t- started to take women through my process, 
I, I started to recognize like, oh my gosh, like these women are kind of hanging out in this silo over here. And these women are hanging out in this silo over here. And then I started to do scientific research on, wow, like, oh, this is actually like proven by science. So I started wow. to look at attachment style. Obviously the feminine wow. dating archetypes cool. are mine. They haven't been studied, but I started uh -huh. to combine what I was seeing uh -huh. with attachment styles and with, um, the, the polyvagal theory when it comes to, um, to therapy mm -hmm. and they were born. And so that wow. is, that is what, that's what you see. And you can, people can go, if you're listening, women, you can go to datingarchetype.com and you can take it and see if it connects with you. But again, it's, it helps us understand that we're not alone in this dating world. You know, this, we, we are not isolate, isolated. A lot of times, again, we do not feel supported, even though they're well-meaning by our friends and their, and our family, or even to be completely honest, people, my peers, um, there are a lot of myths that I can break. We just don't have enough time right. you know, to do that, but there are a lot of myths that I can bust about what people normally say about what we should do. Um, I think my paradigm comes from an inside out approach where most people come from an outside in approach where it's like, oh, you know, we'll try to get in his head and, you know, um, make sure, you know, play all these games and make sure you don't text him after 24 or 48 hours or, you know, all of this stuff, which doesn't mean anything if our dating nervous system and the way that we react and the way that we, we feel on the inside is that's our energy. That's our effervescence. That's how we attract our available men. Does that make sense? Yes. It makes total sense actually. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of some specific clients too, that, you know, I can see that, you know, they have those certain styles of certain ways that, that they feel, or, you know, so I can see how this could be very, very helpful for those. So if somebody were to get on that, they just fill out the questionnaire and then it gives them an idea of what archetype type they are. Is that right? Yeah. It's a super quick, it's a two minute quiz to reveal. Oh, nice. Yeah. To reveal the blocks to love. And it shows you, you know, your next step in finding your love, your true love match. Yeah. And it's, it's, cool. it's so fun. I love, I love the archetypes because, um, you know, it, people, it's like this love hate relationship people have, especially when I'm on a, on a podcast like this, Donna, because they're like, Lily, why are you seeing me so much? For example, like the chill woman is a dating archetype and she's not so chill because she's like, you know, she's overthinking like crazy in her dating life. And I know, you know, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. So people are like, Lily, you see me so much. So it hurts, but I want to tell you, you got to go through a little bit of pain to heal. And that's mm -hmm. me coming from, you know, with love. Right. Right. Well, this is wonderful. Um, I'm excited to even check. I always like to check out what my guests are kind of viewing and seeing. So I'll have to get on and just see what that is. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm, I love that you're helping people really just dive deep into that magnetic love. Cause I think that's the part that, you know, we can have love, right. We can all mm -hmm. have love in our life, but have you ever had the magnetic love that just is like, it's, I call it soul to soul love. Mm, <laughs> that's just I how I call it. Yeah. It is unbelievable. It's like nothing you've ever, ever experienced in your life. Like it's just unreal. It's what you dream about. 
but you think, is that really real? And then you experience it and you're going, oh my gosh, it is. It is. It's almost as if when you do find that special one that you're talking about, that magnetic love, it's almost as if like you knew them before. Mm. Feel that way with your. Um, mm. Yeah. Love. And what I, what I, yeah. And what I would love to add with that is that we weren't, it's not our fault. Yeah. We were not taught this. And we you, were like, not. Who, you were whoever's right. listening, don't worry. Like it is not your fault. We were not taught this. I know I, like you're saying, Donna, I don't want no roommate love. That's what, yeah. we were that, yeah. that's what I was taught, you know, like, and you know, so many people that have it and it's yes. like, you're okay with that. Like, yes. oh. you know, and like, you know, Disney Ariel gave up her voice for the Prince y'all mm. Ariel gave up her voice for <laughs> the Prince, you know? So we have all of these different things that we've accumulated throughout our life that have told us that we, this isn't possible for us. So it's not our fault. The good right. news is we can actually do it. The good news is there are steps that we can take, you know, to, have, to find love, to find true love. Right, right. It's just being matched up with the right person. And I think when you get yourself, at least for me, it was getting myself in a, a special space or vibration mm-hmm. that actually attracted the kind of person I wanted as well. That is it. So that it is made it. all the difference. Yeah. yeah. That's sure. it. Yeah. And, and what I like to say about that is that this is good news is that when women see these patterns in their dating life and they're tired of talking about it, they, they're not seeing a result. They do want change, but they don't know what to do. Right. Our patterns and who we choose, who we choose, we are actually, this is a good news we are not actually choosing this unavailable man, this man who really just wants to hang out and chill. We are not choosing. Our higher self is not choosing. And I think it's what you're talking about, about the vibe. Mm-hmm. We are not choosing wounded parts of us that we have not healed yet. Are what choosing. is attracting them. Yes. Yes. They, mm-hmm. we, those parts of us run our dating, dating show run our relationship show until we heal those parts. And that's like, for me, that's like, that's why I have the inside out approach is what you're talking about, your vibe and your aura and your magnetism and all of that good, juicy stuff that you see, like, you know, Beyonce, you know, this queen energy, this, I don't know, like, I'm sure you're the same Donna. Like when you walk into a room, the energy just sucks out of the room. And it's not because of the physical beauty. It's, it's about the the vibration. Yeah. I tell people that all the time. I said, have you ever been in a crowd of people? and somebody walks through the door and you stop and you turn to see who just walked in. Why do you do that? You don't hear them necessarily say something, but you feel the Mm -hmm. energy of them. Mm -hmm. That's why you turn. That's what vibration is. Mm -hmm. That's why I tell my clients all the time, your vibration is what will attract the kind of person that you want. So what kind of person do you want to attract? Be that person Mm -hmm. and that's who you'll attract. Yeah. So and, yeah, I know there's a lot more to it, but yeah, that is the gist of it. At least that's how <laughs> I feel. So I really love that you came on to share this today. And I, I kind of told you that I was going to ask this question. So I hope I gave you a little bit of time to think about it. So can you share with us when you were in the depths of that moment and you're wanting to just in your life, because you're like, 
something's got to change. I just, I'm, I'm mm. so unhappy. And you started shifting things. Is there one specific thing that you can share with us that made the biggest difference for you? So if somebody's in the midst of that right now, mm. they're struggling, they're suffering. They don't know what to do. They're just like, I might as well just give up. Mm. What would you tell them? What is one thing they can do to, to propel them forward? Yeah. Thank you. If I were standing in front of someone and they are uh, feeling those feelings and feeling really hopeless uh, with, you know, a lot of despair around not finding their loved one around like ready just to close up her heart and give up, I would say, or, you know, anyone really that is having like self-sabotaging behaviors um, again and again and again, I would say that there is a better way. There is a better way. Mm -hmm. You know, there's that whole thing with Einstein about, you know, trying the same thing over and over and again with the same result is the definition of insanity. And for me, you know, like that today, actually, (laughs) right. So like Webster Webster defines a pattern, I think is something Mm -hmm. that happens three or more times, but for me, it had to happen 10 or 12 times for me to realize that there was a better way. And it took me to a really deep place. But if you can, if you can just, just open your heart and your mind to something different, something that you may not even know, something that um, someone to step into your life up. Maybe it is an Instagram post at this time for you. Maybe it's a coach. Maybe it's a therapist. Maybe it's Donna. Maybe it's a practitioner of, am I, you know, if you just open your, there's this space that happens when you just open to not being, not have to carry the weight of the world and all of your faults and all of the things that you're doing wrong. Um, and just realize and give yourself grace that maybe, maybe there is a better way and see what happens, see what opens, see what's presented in front of you, see what book is presented in front of you, you know, see, you know, there's so just, there's just so much wealth of healing energy out there at healing people, healing, like healing practitioners now in the, in the coaching space, all of the good stuff. And if that's for you, that's fine. If not, that's fine too. Um, but there is always a better way. Um, I will add to that, you know, a lot of what I talk about and what I've been through is trauma and abuse. And if you see self-sabotaging patterns in your dating life, then there's something there. There's an emotional trauma or there's deeper traumas, you know, that you either maybe explicitly know about, or maybe you don't, maybe they're implicit, but trauma has us, no matter what kind of trauma it is, if it hasn't been processed, has us looking out the size, like at our life and our dating life in particular, the size of a pinhole, like I'm holding up my finger to the mic or to the the camera, the size of a pinhole. And that's where black and white thinking comes in because trauma only sees live or die. That's it. There's no, there's no in between. And most of the time, if it's in these self-sabotaging behaviors, it's we're in the die mode, you know, like, like psychologically die, mentally die, you know, all of that stuff. So spiritually, um, so there is a better way. There is a better way. There is a better way. I love that. Thank you. Thank you so Mm. much for sharing that. Thank you. Donna. And, uh, Thank you for being on the show today, sharing your message, sharing this magnetic love that you're helping other women to be able to find. Can you you tell us again, where can they find you? And we'll make sure we have all this in the show notes, but can you tell me again, where is it that they can find you and do the, um, Arctic 
Oh, and I'm saying archetypes. Yeah. Archetypes. Yeah. yeah. Where can they get the archetypes and be able to do that? Yes. Well, time? thank you for this time, Donna. I love oh, dropping in with people like you. It's such a, it's such a joy. It's, it definitely fills my cup. So thank you. Oh, thank you. It does mine too. I, I, I pinch myself all the time. Like I get to actually do this for a living. Yeah. Like this is the coolest thing ever. I get to meet the, just the neatest people Same. and have learned a lot from people. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for you to be on the show today as well. Thank you. Um, I would love if, you know, if you, if you've heard anything that at least piques your interest and you want to know what your feminine dating archetype is, um, like I said, it's a two minute quiz. It'll reveal your blocks to love and get you on the path to getting your true love and your true match. Um, that's at datingarchetype.com, And you can find me on um, all the other channels from that website. So that's kind of like my entry point. That's my home base at datingarchetype.com. Take the quiz if you feel, feel called and find out what your dating archetype is. It's kind of fun. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you. Thank you again. Appreciate you being on the show. And I'm sure that there are so many women that are just grateful that you are sharing Mm -hmm. this wonderful message with them and helping them find that magnetic love. Mm, Thank you. Appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now, and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, Thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.